This is Together 24-7, episode 137. Have you been looking for a different way to increase business, a better way to get your message out there to the masses, a great way to tell the whole world, hey, I am the absolute best at what I do. A commercial's not going to do it. Blogs, not everybody reads. But what about a podcast? It's worked for us. It can work for you too. Maybe you haven't done it because you're not sure what to do. We've created a couple of classes just for you. First is our 10-session self-paced online course, Zero to Launch. It's a self-study course. You download it. You do it at your own pace. And at the end of it, you are a podcaster. Our second class is a live class. We do it via internet, almost a webinar style, but it's live, it's interactive, and we start them a couple of times a year. You can find the schedule at our website. So either do the self-paced course or the live course. Find out information on both at www.fifthtowersolutions.com. That's fifth, F-I-F-T-H, towersolutions.com. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I'm your co-host, Barry Cohen. I'm your other co-host, Catherine Cohen. And it's so good to see you today, Catherine. I haven't seen you for so long. It's been at least three minutes. It's been at least three minutes. Yes, I missed you deeply. Together 24-7, folks, and you have to put up with that, too. <laughs> All right, so we've got two guests, because we usually have two guests. Um, n- not usually one, although we did once, and then never really three, because that's illegal. But you digress. I digress. Michael and Debbie Cannon, they are from Power Couple Consulting, Mentoring, Speaking, and Authors. They've been in business together for two-plus years in this one particular business. They are out of South Jordan, Utah. Their relationship status I love that we don't have a little checkbox for this. Oh, yeah, I know. We get some really good stuff. They're very married. They're not just sort of married, kind of married, just married. Um, Yeah, we're married, but they are very married. They have been very married now for 41 plus years. That means the warranty period's over. Oh, yeah, the warranty period's (laughs) way over. No sending anybody back anywhere. And they had a seven-year courtship. Seven-year courtship, guys? Yes. That's an interesting story. Uh, were you? Who was on the fence? Which one of you was on the fence, Michael? What me? <laughs> All right. So tell us a little we bit dated, about that. We dated in high school, and then went, I went to the military academy at West Point, and you couldn't be married there. So right. that was four years that we, additionally, four years that we dated. Okay, so you started in sophomore year, and then four years at uh, at West Point. Um, right. Thank you for your service, sir. And uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's my cousin went to West Point. Beautiful place. It's right on the Hudson. We uh, we've we've both been there, right, Barry? I've never been to West you've Point. You've never been to West Point. I've been to no, West you've Point. Missed out. Mm-hmm. I, I, Michael so actually I hear. taught in the history department two tours after he graduated, a few years after he graduated. Okay. So we we've, we've been a number of years there. Right, right. Yeah. Well, we. Both... I know a couple of things about West Point. I know very smart people go there. Yes. And something about Benedict Arnold. Right. That's about it. Yes. That's about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, George Armstrong Custer graduated from there. He was the bottom of his class, as you can imagine. Yes. So did George Pickett, and he was the bottom of his class. Uh, but there are uh, tons of other people who graduated there. Yeah, yeah. There's a, and and the grounds are just absolutely gorgeous. But you know that's where it is in upstate New York. Um, my my sister used to live near there. My sister and brother in law. So that's how we know West Point. Uh, you guys were high school sweethearts, uh, 40 years experienced as married entrepreneurs. So they got, they got the experience under the belt. I, not, I would think so. After 40 years not, of being very married. Very married. Not a little fly-by-night. Not fly-by-night at all. Um, you have two children, uh, both adults. And so you've got the kids and you've got the grandkids. And so tell us a little bit about... Why you decided um, to go into business together? Well, as I mentioned in our bio, we had each had individual entrepreneur adventures after Michael's retirement from uh, active duty Army service. And I had had two careers in different international direct selling companies, created a couple of different entrepreneurial businesses on my own. And a couple of years ago, we just decided that we were tired of his and hers businesses and we wanted to just combine it and do something together since we are very married. Yes. Very. <laughs> and it- we think that there's a real need. Um, there's sort of a trend right now for people to become entrepreneurs for obvious reasons. And uh, we just feel like it's a stronger situation when you can both be entrepreneurs together. And it creates a very unique set of challenges that are very different from other career models. And uh, so we just kind of wanted to be there to support people so that they could keep themselves very married. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that does present a challenge. And you were Smart Cut Solutions, so you did time management, professional organizing. That seemed that seems to be your thing. Um, Although Michael is the one who was at uh, West Point, but hey, okay. So um, there's a difference between organization and anal retentive. Okay, got it, got it. (laughs) And and so uh, your first book, organizing without organizing without agonizing. Okay, Um, army wife. Yeah, you guys got to move a lot, so you have to be you have to be really kind of organized. Plus, you're married to somebody who's incredibly organized. I don't think you could. I don't think you can be like a, a crazy pack rat or something like that. You're a Girl Scout leader. You are a trainer, uh, home educator, speaker, radio personality. So all these things need tremendous amounts of organization, and so that's where where you are at. And Michael, you are the smart cut geek. Uh, so mm-hmm. you did the web development. Now wait a second. That made it sound like Debbie is not the smart one. <laughs> Debbie smart is the smarter one. We, we actually have a registered trademark with the word smart they did, cut. They, it's a smart see, way to take a shortcut. Okay. Right. See, so it's right there. Here, see, it's right there. But we can't show it on the podcast. But we, I we'll have show it, right, it in the show notes. We'll show it in the show notes with my little finger pointing to the registered trademark. It is registered trademark. Um, it is. Yes. And uh, you're the web development and all things technology expert. So. You're sort of like Barry, but Debbie, I'm not. Well, no, I am a lot like Debbie because every time we go visit your parents, I have to organize something or other in their house because they're <clears throat> pack rats. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, well, actually, I don't deal with pack rats. I deal with very, in that business, I dealt with just normal, ordinary people. Once they hit the pack rat mode, then I think they're ready for the 
the psychologist and the professional uh, mental health people. Well, see, uh, well, I, let me, me because my because my darling in laws listen to this. They're not entirely pack rats. There are two rooms in the house that they just don't throw things away in. Two rooms. If you walked into their house and walked around the entire house, upstairs, downstairs. I won't count the basement because that's your dad's filing cabinet. But upstairs, downstairs, you walked around and you avoided these two rooms. Everything is spotless. Everything has a place. Everything is neat except those two rooms. So that's what I, that's what I deal with. Um, so tell us a little bit about the PowerCoupleLife.com the power and uh, some of the places where you're speaking. We like to assist, like Debbie said earlier, we like to assist married entrepreneurs. We don't limit ourselves to that, but there are special challenges that come up when you're working with your spouse in business. And right now we found that there are a lot of people who need work on their marriage just as much as they need work on their business. So we, uh, we tend to focus on both of those things because our theory and our philosophy is that the marriage comes first and then the business just happens. You know, if you, if, if you got that part happy, uh, then the business will come along. So we, uh, we work with couples one-on-one. -on -one. We also work with them, uh, together and assist them in, uh, going through some of these problems they might have with different ages and stages. We're, uh, I'm 63. So we've gone through a lot of what people are going through and we just did it at different times. So we've got a lot of experience that we can draw upon uh, to help people. We've lived on, well, I've lived on five separate continents. Debbie's lived on three. So we've been exposed to a lot of different cultures. And there are a lot of similarities between couples everywhere in what they want to do, how they want to get along, and the challenges that they face. So it, just a general out there for our listening audience, the two things you don't want to do if the marriage is in trouble Thing number one, have a kid. That does not fix a marriage. <laughs> thing number right. two. I would agree with that. Thing mm -hmm. number two, start a business. That also <laughs> does not fix a marriage. What you do want to do is, is find uh, some wonderful people like Michael and Debbie that, that can help you put things together and then start on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm going to jump around a little bit. I don't know if you noticed that I am jumping around. but um, I noticed. You noticed, I know. <laughs> um, you do have two adult children. Do our... Are either of them in business with their spouses? Yes. See, it runs in the well, family. Kind of yes and no. Um, our youngest is a daughter, and she and her husband and their four children live here very near to our home. And they are both entrepreneurial uh, freelance artists. But I don't, I guess, I don't know whether they really are they're really not sharing a business. Our daughter does certain types of art and our son-in-law does other types of art. So kind of yes and kind of no on that one. That's cool. It's still, you know, you're, you're, you're together and you've got that entrepreneurial spirit from mom and dad, and then you've got the togetherness from mom and dad. And, and, you know, and, and that's what, uh, that's what makes it all work. So tell us a little bit more about your business and how you guys divide uh, the tasks up. Uh, she tells us what to do and I do it. There generally. you go. <laughs> we, we found that's a pretty good relationship. Um, you, you he handles the technology and I handle most everything else. Yeah. Yeah. She is a lot more organized in terms of setting schedules and setting the time. So we just, we let her take care of that, share calendars. She tells me where to go and where to show up. Uh, and we, and we discuss a lot of 
what we're going to do and how we're going to use the time. Uh, she generally is the point of contact for handling a lot of that because she's good at it. I, on the other hand, do the websites, but I also do, uh, you know, troubleshoot the computers. I make recommendations on software that we use. We, um, work together on, on various things. And Barry, you understand this, that you, there are certain things you've got to go in to do to edit audios, videos, and so on to make them uh, palatable and consumable. And so I do an awful lot of that stuff. It, it's like we're interviewing ourselves. It is. It is. <laughs> it, I, Just I, the older I, version of yourself. That's right. right. Well, we're, we're and, and the childless version. And the, well, we're mostly married. Um, <laughs> not, not very married. And we had about a 20-minute courtship, and then I said, look, you know, either do or don't, but I ain't sticking around if we don't. So, uh, so okay. So, so we did. So we did. So we Good. did. Oh, gosh. So I, I want to get into a little bit of I, what I consider the fun stuff, uh, because it's just I like a little controversy and conflict. What is the biggest entrepreneurial disagreement that you guys have had? Mm. It could be a fight. It could be things thrown. Uh, it could be weapons coming out, or it could just be, you know, I don't <laughs> agree with you. Remember what I used to do for a living, right, Barry? Yes, I, mean, I do. I, That's why I'm trying. Army. I don't, we don't pull weapons out here. And, and so. being that I'm the smart one, as you mentioned earlier, I'm not going to get into that with somebody who is a professionally trained killer. Yeah. I mean, hello. Yeah. <laughs> so we really, we really don't argue or fight very much. Um, He's, he's a very peaceful kind of person. I'm probably more of a fighter than he is. Um, and, but as far as fighting with each other, I can't really think of much. We probably have more disagreements about how to use available funds than anything else. And that is not that we you know, throw down and go to the mat on it, but we, we talk about it and figure out, uh, what our priorities should be and and where they should be used, you know. And and when you're talking about cash flow in a business, that's kind of the life stream uh, of of what you're doing. Uh, Debbie is probably more concerned about money than I am, and so that works out well because most of the time we defer to her concerns, and so that uh, makes us pretty conservative about how we use money and where we use it. And I, I think for our listeners, some of the things that you don't think about is well, do I want to go to this $4,000 seminar, this weekend conference, or mm -hmm. do I want to spend this $4,000 elsewhere? You know, where, where is the best place to spend it at this point in time? And I think that's kind of important for people and, to understand. And it's usually a complicated decision. It absolutely is. So, yep. Okay, I see Catherine ready to say something. And so. I was going to say, <laughs> now, you know, because it's you're the entrepreneurs and you're the married couple – how does that work then when it comes into your personal life? How, how do you resolve those issues before they come into your personal life or do they? Per, personal life takes priority. Uh, it, it, no question about it. We've been married long enough that we understand that we're in this uh, not just for life but for eternity. And so, you know, anything that happens here is small change. And uh, if it is a conflict that results in – um, friction in the marriage, then the, the conflict just goes away. You know, it's not worth putting up with. A little aside that just happened yesterday, our uh, our car did not start yesterday morning, and I was going out on some errands, and I had a neighbor friend that's mechanic-type guy come by, and he was looking at it, and he 
he pokes around and he finally says, well, I think maybe it's, it might be a fuel pump, you know, that's probably not good news. And I'm just kind of blowing it off. I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. And I said, you know, my husband served in the Gulf War. And so our family philosophy is it's a good day if nobody's shooting at us. So we kind of take, keep things in a different perspective than a lot of people would, I think, having, you know, had, in his case, been on the uh, front lines very much, or even behind the front lines in his case, and uh, mine having a a spouse in harm's way pretty seriously. I think we we tend to, to look at this, things that we might have come up in our business as, like Michael said, it's all kind of small change. You know, it's it's not really the uh, severity of some of the things that we've faced in our personal life. So the business is eh, it's business, you know, you know, I think everybody could take a lesson from that. No matter what you're facing today, no one's shooting at you. That's that's right. I mean, that's a great way to look at it. Oh, gosh. And, and again, by the way, Michael, thank you again for your service because you were in harm's way for us. So we we really do thank you for that. Uh, thank now, you. It was an honor. It was, it's an honor to be talking to you. Okay, that's enough sucking up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's um, go to the other side of this. What are some of the joys that the two of you experience being together 24-7? We've spent a lot of years not together. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, for, for our first, I don't know how many, a, a whole lot of our first years of, of marriage, our anniversaries were, we weren't even on the same continent. And so just being able to, you know, do stuff with each other and to be in, in charge of our own uh, time and our own freedom, I think is, is really important to us and being able to just, um, say, you know, we want to take off and go to the movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't do that if you're working a, a traditional corporate job. Um, it There's the, the flip side of that that you'll probably get to is then when you're on your own boss, you have to boss yourself. So, you know, you have to make a find that sweet spot between playing around and getting down to work. I'm going to assume that you guys have a home office. You don't go to an office to work. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Yeah. So it, it's a different type of discipline. We have multiple home offices and we text each other and <laughs> <laughs> Skype each other, which yeah. is really kind of funny. Our temperatures are different. So she's up in the, on the second floor and I'm down in the basement because I tend to like things about 10 degrees cooler than she does. So during the day, she'll text me, you know, about certain things and, and, and I will respond so perhaps an intercom might be easier than texting. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, no, but uh, what the point well, I was trying to get, I was being in a home office. The discipline is a lot different than actually going to an office and setting up shop so. there. Yeah, we work from home. And, and you're right. You know, we can, in the middle of the day, just say, you know what? Let's go to the movies. And we will. But we also make up for that time at the end of the day and on the weekend and at nights and, you know, all, all that other time being the entrepreneurs. That's how we work it. I was going to say with an office up on the second floor and an office down in the basement. See, I'm very excited about this because if you've got it, instead of using the intercom or the text or Skyping, you run back and forth. Do you know how easily you'd get your Fitbit steps in during the day? Get your 10,000 steps. Get those 10,000 Fitbit steps and, in. And, well, and they'd you, be on stairs. You probably didn't 
include, I probably didn't include in the bio there. Michael just had double knee replacements the first part of October. Oh my gosh. So running up and down the stairs is a little limited right now. (laughs) He's grimacing at the very thought. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm picturing one of the chairs, the chairs that go up the stairs. Oh yeah. Like my mother had. Yeah. Yeah, One of those. Make life a little bit easier for you. (laughs) Oh gosh. So tell me, uh, a couple of things that you two can I do. Go back, Gary, oh. can I go back to that question you asked earlier about one of the things that's good about working together? Absolutely. I, I think that one of the things that um, we have enjoyed is that we're, we're good friends as well as lovers. And so this has helped us to become closer as friends because we spend more time together. We talk more uh, and we share more. And we just we didn't have a lot of that when we were growing up, uh, you know, with children and and the early part of my military assignments. And, and so it's a very rewarding part of doing business together. Now I'm going to, I'm going to ask for one of you to, uh, to talk about this one a little bit. And what we hear, I know you guys hear it. Everybody that we interview hears this one. Oh my gosh, I could never, ever work with my spouse. What would we talk about? Like we'd be together all day and then it's the end of the day. And what would we talk about? So, uh, Michael, maybe tell us, you know, expand upon what you were just saying a little bit more and, and tell our listeners out there what they would talk about. Well, I have to tell you, I am an introvert. And so I do a lot of things that are kind of geeky and dorky to kind of get my energy back. And I like talking about history. I like talking about politics. Um, there are a lot of things that I just have no interest in. I, I, I hate to admit this because I know people will say I'm un-American, but I don't like football. I follow baseball and I will talk baseball all day. And Debbie and I don't share some of those interests. So we, we talk a lot about kids and about people and about experiences that we've had during the day. And I think that you can, you can find interests you can share with your spouse. As an example, we've just started one of the things that we offer is our power image class. And so I work, I have been studying men's clothing and fashion and, and fit and textures and, uh, and textiles. And, and that gives us something more to talk about in terms of uh, things professional and also things personal. So see that? There are things for you guys to talk about if you're together 24-7. I, I personally think there's more to talk about. I would when agree with that. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, well, we, we both have different jobs and what do you know? Yeah. Okay, so this one said this at the water cooler, that one said that at the water And then you're done. Yep. Here we get mm-hmm. to talk and, and about work. And you have this, a, usually some kind of a similar circle of friends, clients, whatever, you know, the people in your life are more overlapping when you're in business together than when you have two separate careers, I think. I, I agree with you 100%. That's true. Very true. So now tell us a couple of things that the two of you do to separate your family time from your business time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have been painting and playing with toy soldiers since I was 12 years old. So that's one of the things that I do. I like war games, and I don't know if my interest in the military came from my interest in uh, war gaming or vice versa, but it's uh, I read a lot about military history. I stay current with things that are happening in history. Uh, that That's kind of how I get away from the business. We're also very active in, in our church, and so... You know, we have certain responsibilities in our church congregation that that we participate in. Um, Michael teaches a class 
on Sundays for the generally a little more mature men. <laughs> and uh, my my role right now in, in our church con- congregation is helping people with their emergency preparedness. And so I do that for probably, gosh, we're probably 10 congregations now in in our neighborhood. So fantastic. Hey, you Mike. know, we both we both have outside interests. I like to to shop. Uh, Michael's not so keen on it, but he's getting there. You know, and I think, you know, we're both OK with the other one doing whatever it is we like to do. We don't always we really are together 24 seven, but we don't always have to do the same thing. So, you know, we give each other some space. Absolutely. It's it's so imperative, I think. And and Michael, I'm thinking a great class for you to teach at church would be biblical military history. I think that would be a fantastic class. <laughs> oh, that is a, yeah. I mean I'm just start saying. at Jericho and just work your way around. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of good stuff and there are a number of good um Israeli authors that write about that particular era. And so there's a lot of lot of fun stuff you can talk about there. Oh, oh yeah. Fun, I mean, fun, fun. <laughs> you know, it's it's a different twist on the Bible. That's right. Mm-hmm. Bring yeah. some more interest to That's it. That's it. How many times can you read it over and over and over again? You just got to bring some excitement to it. Yeah, and then you look what what type of military leaders were these guys? Oh, fantastic leaders! Yeah. Wow, look at that. That's right. Okay, so let's switch switch gears a little bit here, and let me ask: Have there been any books that either of you have read that have really impacted your entrepreneurial careers? I think when we first got married, probably uh, it, were, it was not books, but it was listening to Earl Nightingale and the Conant series about entrepreneurship and personal improvement. I think that that has had a, a lasting influence on us over time. It's probably the, the most, uh, the first one. I, I grew up with Earl Nightingale being played in, in our home, even in my early teens, uh, reading Zig Ziglar and things like that. Um, three of my favorite books uh, is um, The Five Love Languages, coming into more recent things. Um, and I also like How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and How to Listen So Kids Will Talk. Mm-hmm. And that's really not only useful in conversing with children, because I think it's got some really good uh, tips on getting good conversation going and good communication, which I think is very vital, both personally and business-wise. And my favorite personality profile book is called Positive Personality Profiles, right? Um, Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N. I like to read a lot of biographies. And I mean, if you go to my Kindle account, I've got 1500 books in my Kindle account. So I read a lot and I literally used to own a ton of books when we moved, the army moved us. And so they would move my professional books for free and we weighed them once, uh, in one of our moves and it it came out to be 2000 pounds. So yeah, (laughs) now they all fit in the Kindle. (laughs) That's right. And, and, and that I, was in the early days. Yeah, I like to read about uh, about the biographical stuff because you look at someone as how they're portrayed in history, you know, in the general survey courses. But then you go back and you look at them in detail and you find out not oddities about them, but eccentricities and things that they've been able to overcome and things that they've been able to do. 
So as an example, George Patton was an introvert when he was a young man. And what he did is he cultivated this personality and this appearance that you see him have um, in the movies. And I worked for a guy once when I was at the military academy who said that the George C. Scott portrayal uh, in the movie Patton was just spot on with that. That was exactly what he was like. So you can see that he went from introverted to extroverted uh, and, and shifted that personality, which is, I think, significant for everyone because you can change your mindset, you can change your your personality and your identity is what you want it to be. That, that is amazing. Just, I'm trying to think, can I change my personality? I've been trying for 20 years. It ain't going to happen, <laughs> darling. No. <laughs> so, uh, the, the last part of the business section of our interview is <laughs> if you can give our listeners just one piece of advice, what would it be? I would say keep the marriage first. Yep. That's probably what he would say, too. <laughs> yeah. Is that what he would say or what you're telling him to say? No, he no, said, no, no. yep, that's, while she was saying both, oh, okay. both of us, our marriage is number one. And, <clears throat> and so uh, that's the philosophy that we went into the business with, and that's the philosophy we've maintained over the last 41 years. Very good. It's a good philosophy. It's worked for you guys. Because they are very married. Very married indeed. All right, now we come to the fun food round, and I should have fun with the last question. Um, so, question one, what is your favorite meal to cook together, or what is your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Hmm. I'm getting nothing. He's got a funny look on his face, so I'm going to let him answer that. I would favorite say that we're, we tend together. to be traditionally American. We like pizza. We like going to In-N-Out. Uh, we like barbecuing, so we, we like doing uh, chicken and hamburgers out on the grill. Uh, you know, we cook a lot of different things, and we like Texas, Tex-Mex food, so we cook a lot of that together. So We're originally from Texas. Yeah. Originally from Texas. Okay, so do you guys have a routine? Let's say when you, when you barbecue or you do the Tex-Mex stuff, do you have a routine? Which one of you is the, which one of you is the griller? Which one of you is the prepper? Um, how do you, how do you guys work that? Debbie is usually the prepper and she'll marinate it. And then our son cooks it and I eat it. <laughs> well, that sounds like a really good plan. That that, sounds that's like... why he was back an to, officer. Back to Barry's first comment about he was being a smart person. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they teach you at West Point to be a leader. Have other that's people right. do the work for you, delegate and you keep reap a low the profile. Yep. And, and the last question and and I'm gonna yeah, so the last question is red, white, or beer? What what is your preference? Or other? <laughs> well, I'd have to say other because we're non-alcoholic in our yes. household. So um the closest you're gonna get is uh to anything very exotic is gonna be a diet coke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. If I get exotic, it's water with lemon. Ooh, 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 look out. <laughs> Wild and crazy, I know. Wild. Although I did just have some cranberry-flavored Sprite that was left over from, from the holidays. Mm-hmm. That's why there was a news helicopter overhead. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the, the cranberry-flavored Sprite. Very good. Very, very fun. Very fun. So I hope you enjoyed the food round. Uh, let's go ahead and cut to commercial. And when we come back, we're going to find out what their pet peeve is. 
Hey, everybody, we know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, together 24 7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30 day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there. So where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Welcome back. And you know what time it is, Kat? It's pet peeve time. Is it pet peeve time? It's the end of the show, honey. It's always pet peeve time. No, it's not. So this is this is the routine. We've been following it now for quite some time. So pet peeve away, honey. Oh, I'm pet peeving? Well, no, I, no, Michael's pet peeving. Michael, is Michael pet- we know you have oh. a pet peeve. Do you okay, remember yes. what it was? De- Debbie and I both share the, the same pet peeve, and it's, it's when we go to an event and they start late and they finish late. If you tell somebody that you're going to start an event at 7, don't start it at 7.30 or 7.45. Uh, and if you're going to finish at nine, don't finish at nine thirty or nine forty-five, or ten, or, or 10. eleven. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, if you have a trouble with content, then fix the content. But uh, I, I think people understand technical issues. But most of the time, it's not been a technical issue. It's been a we're just not organized issue. Actually, you so, want to know what it really is? Because because we, I hate that as well. It drives me crazy. It's a psychological thing. The, mm-hmm. the people, put, unless it is truly a technical issue, uh, but most of the time it's a psychological thing. They get people all pumped and ready and waiting. And then by the time the person finally comes out onto the stage, they're all excited because they've been waiting all this time for them. That that's really what it comes down to. And I hate that with a passion. I don't I don't find that the it, they build up. And I understand if so. If you start at seven and you start a build up at seven, but mm-hmm. if you start at seven and you and you start saying, um, you know, we're going to get started in five minutes, we're going to get started in five minutes. It's it's like when the pilot comes on and says, "Folks, we'll be taking off in just a few minutes now." And you know, we're number eighteen in line. It, well, no, yeah. even before you push <laughs> away from the gate. So it is. It's like a power trip, and there are people who teach doing that they they teach you you know if you're going to speak make sure you do that and you know and 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 make the room ice cold make the room ice cold i understand the ice cold thing but you know keep them waiting and then they get all excited and they get pumped and you have control and i don't find control in that i find like rudeness in that i would agree with you 100 Mm -hmm. percent. i think debbie and i are both on the same page the big turnoff yeah Yeah. Uh, what what i don't mind we've gone to, to some uh television tapings, uh, you know, where they, they tape at the studio and when they, they bring out a comedian or they bring out someone to kind of warm the audience up. And I can see people doing that, but, but just having people sit there and telling, telling them that it's, you'll start in five, 10, 15 minutes and then delaying it just drives us nuts. 
And we've gotten up and left events because of that. No, I agree. Now, going over, I know sometimes people go over. I don't mind that, especially if you started on time where they say, okay, we have a lot more content and, you know, this conversation is really getting good. And if you've got to go, we understand. And if you want to stay, we, you know, we would love to have you stay. I think that's, you know, like a bonus. I look at that mm-hmm. as a bonus, but. As long as you don't have a plane to catch. That's true. Right, yeah. You know, or babysitters. Or babysitters. Yeah. I mean, I remember. Now, see, that would not be your issue, but no. having gone through this, those <laughs> ages, a lot of the events that we've been with in the last probably year and a half have, have been with people who are a, a, young, a younger generation than ours. So, you know, they're, they're still in the we get childcare thing. And it just drives me nuts to think of these people who, you know, have negotiated their childcare and then, you know, your event ran extremely late and then and now it, they're into overtime for babysitters yeah yeah yep never you know. and, and we've had you know our children have been old enough to babysit long time ago and so it just kind of it's just rude all the way down the line to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i definitely think so i definitely think so so thank you guys for your pet peeve and you know hey to our oh, listeners oh, oh there's, there's more <laughs> Let's have yeah, it. Yeah, he's being honorary. Yeah, I'm being honorary. <laughs> but yeah, to our to our listening audience, for those of you who are going to start speaking, you know, if it, you know, if if you've decided that that's part of what you want to do in your business with your spouse or significant other, take that into consideration when you do it. Michael and Debbie Cannon, the company is Power Couple Consulting. They can be found at thepowercouplelife.com, and we'll have all that information on the show notes. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. We enjoyed it. It's been a lot of fun. It was fun for us, too, and we'll catch everyone next time. Bye-bye. Bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas resources and offers for your business and don't forget to click on our sponsors links as well do you own a business with your sweetheart we'd love to hear from you email us at guests at together 247.net and don't forget we have a new episode every monday and every thursday so go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening